Hello and welcome once again to the Comedy Button. I'm Max Scoville and I'm joined today by Brian Altano. Bibbidi boppity, the Italian is home and a big pot of fettuccine is on his face. And Scott Bromley. Bonjour, the French bread is in the oven. <laughs> and Ryan Scott, what have you got here? Eight equals 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 D. Stop, stop, stop. Tilda, 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 tilda. Stop. All right, you sassy little, you fucking, you you assy little texter. I do like, I do like that Ryan has fully embraced his fat hog. Yeah, I'm glad that he's, he's, his, his hog is so huge it has to be converted into text. Into tiny little yeah. things that you can send with your phone. So we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about Ryan, right now. Ryan, do you now. sext with photos or with AC art? For fuck's sake, Scott, I'm right here. Why would he sext? He seems like a weird dude. He doesn't leave the house. <laughs> April, that's, that's get in here. It's true, huh? Do you ever write like a post-it into the Page every now and then. Do you ever write like a big word art sext and just print it out on your inkjet bubble jet printer and Uh just slide it under April's boudoir door? Like just get that big fucking desert chrome ass block lettering font comic sans. It's just a boudoir door. Yeah, it's just a foreshortened picture of a woman's vajaj made up with just slashes. How do you get ready for the loving? Yeah. What do you, you take all your clothes off? That's it? And then, uh, a good dollar thing for two of lube. Others need to set the mood. I guess many of us Ryan are not cave Super romantic. I mean, more to it than that. You First, know. you get a penis. <laughs> then you put it in her. Then you but, have sex. Like, but do you do a thing like where you walk out of the room in, in clothes and you walk back in naked and you're like, fucking time? <laughs> <laughs> no. I feel like you got some Austin Powers moves over there. That's, that's, like you do like funny allow myself to do like funny like funny pan, like pantomime goofs and then you know you like, like he doesn't oh, he does down small stairs he I'm does not, a funny joke and then he does it like three extra times and it's not, not funny anymore I'm not, well yeah uh, walks in the room and april's like is that a fat hog uh, no, no no it's just a honey baked ham mm-hmm. that you that you've placed around the room strategically to hide your junk behind like or he lost um, powers he pulls out a tinier version of himself i'm not gonna share my secrets with you no bullshit okay. yeah you are that sucks, no, man. Because I guess I guess we'll never have sex. Here, now. watch, yeah. watch, watch. See what? Nothing. What? That, what was that? <laughs> what did we watch? This is an audio yeah. podcast. Me not sharing my secrets with you. It we sounded like this you had a very p- dark room with infinite vast check, voidness. Check this out. I think. Joe, hold on. Boom. Stop wow. doing that. Okay. You anyway, stop? moving on. Brian, you just did tremendous performance just, anxiety. Just That's all him, I heard. Let him go in the corner there with his, with his, with his huge, huge just tower of just masculinity. <laughs> is, that, is that what that is? <laughs> I don't think You nurse it. that thing for pearls, all right? I think he has a curly pig's tail that he holds until it's pink. Yeah, until it gets <laughs> huge and, and, and gorged, and then we're all fucked. Okay. That's anyway. Good time to be alive for that boy. Brian. The hatchetman. Stop calling him a hatchet man. <laughs> he looks like a guy that has like a, a weird not dull, a hatchet. A dull axe. A fire axe. <laughs> All right. This is a fucking, what Brian, fuck? you just got back from Japan. Let's what talk you, about yeah, Japan. Yeah, Japan. 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 I like how I'm like, <laughs> they're like, hey, um, uh, so we got through the programming you schedule back that tonight. At you just night? had like one of the most amazing vacations of your life, but um, your, you opener, your opener is a wolfish man is going to talk about his sex tactics. <laughs> Hey man, sometimes sometimes, sometimes the Beastie Boys open up for Madonna. All right, yeah. Like, what do you want? Yeah. No, I just yeah, I just I, I fuck. I just, yeah, I just came back from a week in uh, Tokyo. 
for vacation, which was uh, wonderful. I don't know. What do you guys want to know? Like, I, I don't want to just babble. So, so you, you've been to Japan, but only for work, correct? Yeah. So I, last time I went, I went to Tokyo Game Show in 2014. Uh, I flew into Shibuya. Or I flew into – so there's two main airports, right? Narita and Haneda. And I flew into Narita last time, Haneda this time. I took a train to Shibuya. Wait, has which, it been three years since you've been to Japan? Yeah. With the weird owls and all that? Yeah. Weird Owl is a, the famous musician. <laughs> wow. It doesn't seem like that long ago. I know. But Our lives are disappearing. What can yeah. we do? You really only get, you get like, what, 10 times more than that times three, and then you're dead. That's it. That's the math. Yeah. Whatever Welcome. math that Welcome adds to up to. You get probably two or three Independence Day films, and that's and you're gone. <laughs> it's done. It's life, man. It's done. Yeah. It's yeah. cold. Um, yeah, but no. you get about 18 Saw films. Yeah, you get a lot yeah. of those. You get six yeah. police academies. And you only saw some times. of them. Yep. Yeah. Three and a half men in blacks. Hey, so I got a question. Sure. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you, so I've, I've heard you talk about this, and obviously we're, we're big, huge dorks when we talk about, like, you know, buying Star Wars toys right. and, and gashapons and whatnot. And, and you're, not like a, you're not like a big anime dude, but you're, you're down with video games and toys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, your wife is not particularly, uh, what's the expression, it, on the spectrum. Like, she's a normal woman <laughs> right. who has a functional real job and likes regular things. Yeah. She's, so, <laughs> she's not an adult baby. So here's yeah. the thing. Like, I, so... I I got married um, three years ago, right? And uh, I had a, a fantastic honeymoon. I went to Europe. I think I talked about it on the show. And I said to myself, or I didn't say to myself, my wife and I said, we're going to, we should annualize our honeymoon. And all that really means is like, let's try to find an excuse to take a vacation every year. Where did you just go last why, don't you, year? why don't you stick a finger in there first, huh? What, what's Where up? did you go last year? So last year, to get dark, I uh, was supposed to go to Tokyo. That's right. That's right. My mom, I remember now. Yeah, my mom was diagnosed with cancer. We canceled the trip. So this trip was supposed to happen last year, which made it like kind of all the more special this year that it was like, oh, shit, it's actually happening. And we didn't know if it would actually would because, right. you know, just so much up in the air with <clears throat> our lives all the time. Um, so we were supposed to go last year, the year before we went to Europe. And this year we're like, we'll go. Uh, Europe was like her thing, like going in. Right. And I fucking loved it. I was sort of just like... I was like, like Paris is one of those things. Like I've, I've always had this incredible sort of yeah. obsession with the artistry about it, and the food well, culture is amazing. It's but at the same city. time, it's it's not a tough sell to a heterosexual American woman, you know? Right. It's it's the fucking. It is a beautiful rose, the city, you know? Yeah. And I think her logic was like that was her sell. Hers was like I I pick Paris, you can pick the next one, and I was like Tokyo, and I was she was like well why, and I was like you're gonna love it, trust me, and she was like but I'm not really into like same. Same yeah, sort yeah, of fears, yeah, yeah. right? Like, I, she didn't. She grew up with like there was an NES in the house, but right. she she wasn't like, oh, there's a in the back page of Nintendo Power they showed the Super Famicom for the first yeah. time. Like, she wasn't like, oh my god, like uh, like there's a girl in mm-hmm. my school with a Kiro Kuropi lunchbox mm-hmm. and she's cute. Who the fuck is she? Like, she didn't do anything like mm-hmm. that, right? She was probably like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't care. Yeah, uh, but. Um, and that was a big fear going in. I was like, if you're going to drag somebody with you anywhere in the world that you're more connected to than they are, like you need to find the things that they're going to make them happy too, right? And it's it's don't it, drag them on a video game tour, right? Right. <laughs> so I was incredibly mindful of that, and I was like, I don't want to make this into a thing where I spend all of my time in like dorky shops, and then she just has to like sit there tapping her toe, and every now and then I'm like, oh look, it's Mario. Um, but what I was very lucky to find out was that um, she immediately connected with Japan because it's just an incredibly well laid out place. It's 
gorgeous. It's oh my god. So wait, she's she likes it because it's because t- it's tidy. Yeah, she likes it because it's tidy and it's organized and everything has a place and that's who she is. Oh, that's a fucking riot. And okay. the, and the food is incredible and you know she likes to cook a lot and like yeah. it was sort of just like it's not a fucking disaster of a country. It's right. really not. Right. So she connected with it on that Except level. All those giant monsters come and fuck it up. They are they are a huge problem. But yeah, about <laughs> six or seven giant butterfly beasts attacked us while we're on. So vacation. like you brought back a, a bunch of toys and candy and bullshit. I know you. you you know, you ran around, you explored, and you saw shrines. Right. And, like, that's the thing is is whenever I'm, like, I want to go to Japan, and, and I'm, I'm, it's a little bit different for me because Jen's, like, she's a huge fucking weeaboo. She watches more anime and plays more JRPGs than I do. So, like, when we go there, she's probably going to be, if anything, more invested in, like, the kind of local popular culture than anyone else. But, like, when I mention wanting to go to Japan to, like, my mom, she's all, like... You should go to the Buddhist temples and look at all the, the right. things. And I'm like, I don't really want to do that. Yeah, and all of that's right there, but, but like, like as like far as like a, a like a, 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 I mean, a, a young, a not not an old lady, not like a young weeaboo lady. Like, right. what is a normal American woman? get a kick out of in japan so that's the thing like if you're if you're in japan for I saw a movie an- about that yeah she hung out at a bar that's true a celebrity was it lost in translation and then they went to go right. get lunch Yo, also that, that movie is, 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 is fucking is horse apples yeah because i feel like everyone i know who's been to japan has run into somebody who knows who they are runs it they, they just they, they hit it, it off just with happens, somebody. Yeah. yeah no so like Japan is about as much about anime as America is about Looney Tunes. Yeah. Like, (laughs) it's kind of like, hey, so it's all over the place. Did you go to the Grand Canyon? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Oh, dude, you got to watch this DVD of fucking Yosemite Sam. But can I ask a a question? Like, it's bullshit. Can I ask a question? What? Uh, is it is Japan is the your your is to anime as America is the Looney Tunes is Japan the nineteen ninety two version God. of America where Looney Tunes were everywhere? Um, no. Okay. No. No. That's the thing. Like like where you they're, like they're wearing crisscross so friend, shirts. Friend of the show Jared Petty described Japan to me in, in a way that I'll never stop thinking about. In that Japan is like a bento box, and a bento box has sort of co- compartmentalized look to it, right? It's little boxes with little different things, uh, and they rarely the chicken enter. and the beef and the rice. Right. Your bento like a, box yeah. is just chicken and rice and beef. It's not a. But it's they can't a bowl. Get double chicken usually. It's a bowl, and there's no vegetables. So I got to pick a different one. Sometimes I wonder so I why beef. I bring my my stories to this show. Double chicken. <laughs> um, yeah. so no, it's your turn. It's your turn yeah. to be Max, Brian. Right. No. So it's like. Japan isn't about anime. Like anime, in, Japan inspired anime. Liar! But everywhere you're going, you're not like, oh, kawaii. It's like it's a fucking normal ass city, and I, mean, I love. You, you, you could do that. You'd scare the fuck out of a lot you of would people, scare people, though. But like, so, so you, you didn't walk God. around doing like sideways peace signs? <clears throat> no, God, no, no. But here's the thing: like, I love the I, idea of you being like, oh, kawaii, with you, with your like your very tall wife, and then just I think that's just, just incredibly racist. And then like other, these people being like, ah, oh, Nico Bellic. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Um, no, I don't like people vacation differently than I do. I think I, um, I tend to gravitate towards major cities. It's just something I've mm-hmm. always liked. And they, I get to them and I look out for cool restaurants and cool places to check out and great bars and good places to get cocktails and lunch and cool places to take pictures and stuff like that. And it's less – I mean there are a lot of people that wait all year to take a vacation and then they go to like a casino or they go to like a theme park or they go to like the beach. And all of those are great places to go for vacation. But I'm weird like – Vacation to me is about stimulus that I can't get somewhere else. It's not really as much about just like 
you know, relaxing and just like kind of laying around. Yeah, you go on adventures. Like you go looking for kind of yeah. new stuff. I look for trouble, basically, you know, yeah. and try to like find cool shit that I can't see at home. Um, and Japan is or Tokyo specifically is fantastic for that because it's like, it's got amazing food. Um, it's got a fantastic history and it's got this weird new, like young people breaking from the mold of working 80 hours a day, cultural movement. That's like, kind of like, like, coffee is like blowing up there like pizza is blowing up there like I, we went to a place that's like cuban sandwiches would you say that levi's neo, blue jeans neo tokyo yeah. is about to explode i would say so yeah all right yeah so it's like it's weird because i was like looking around i think i went in trying to be a little more max and a little less me and i was like i'm gonna find all the video game magazines i'm gonna find all this and all that and what i found was like a japanese new york city that is defiantly in its own direction that's blowing up in art museums in culture in food in music and i was like where are the video game magazines where's the nerd stuff and like you have to go to the pockets for that right you have to go to the different sections of the bento box to find ah, you're looking stuff. for the kawaii section exactly of Tokyo. yeah which is you know there's a couple different places to find that but the cool thing about going to uh, a place like this and like i'll be straight up with you guys like i've you know i've been on a bunch of vacations in my life but this one felt like the most it felt like the most adult vacation I've ever taken because mm-hmm. when I go to when I go to when I go to Paris, you know, or if I go to Barcelona or I go to you know Germany or something like that, um, everyone is still white. Okay, and there's a chance someone's going to speak perfectly <clears throat> fluent English. When I go to New York, there's a chance that I'm going to run into family or friends or people I know or you know all this other stuff. Um, Going to Japan was weird, and it's probably the same thing you felt going to Vietnam, Max, where I think it's an incredible experience that every white person needs to feel every now and then of what it's like to be a minority. Yeah. Um, no, I, I totally get that. Uh, it's Vietnam's a weird example because obviously I'd go there with Vietnamese people. And right. They speak the language. But, no, I mean, uh, but you're, as you Japan being a white is, guy. Japan is the same way. Like, I, I, not, just, not just white. I, I would say like American uh, monolingual. Yeah. Really. Like there's that, whole, there's that whole joke of like someone who speaks three languages is trilingual, two is bilingual, and one is American. And the reality is like we don't, like we don't know how to communicate a whole lot outside of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Japan is, is totally a perfect example of that. Like you're it's like a puzzle. Like yeah. everything you do is sort of a puzzle. Everything's a little bit different, but at the same time, it's always kind of constantly safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a barrier for entry to get there, right? Like to, to get there from California, it's mm-hmm. 10 hours to get there from New York. It's 16. Yeah. So, uh, you're all of a sudden dealing with like very few white people, very few people from like yeah. English speaking cultures. And it gets to a point where you'll run in, you'll be walking down the street and you'll see other white people and they'll give you this look like, Hey man, <laughs> And you're like, I'm not, I don't want to be friends with you. Like, I don't yeah. want to be friends with you in America, dude. Like, I don't, we definitely don't want to be friends with you here in Japan. But you just kind of, like, roll with it and you make it happen. But, I mean, the people in in Japanese culture are just incredibly kind and respectful. And if you get lost anywhere, they help you. I mean, you know, you, at least here in Tokyo. There. At least in uh, Tokyo. I've heard, I've heard uh, there's also a fair amount of xenophobia. Like, there's, of course. depending where you go. But it's also, it's polite. Yeah, there's a history It's to that. polite xenophobia. Mm-hmm. Um one of my uh, one of my old colleagues, uh, Dale North, who used to help run Destructoid and now is making video game music, and I don't know where the fuck he lives. Uh, he lived in Japan for a while. He was there actually during the big earthquake that was uh, when Fukushima happened and right. all that. And 
he had one of one of my other friends was 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 there staying with him and they were walking around and like Dale speaks a good amount of Japanese and like enough to kind of do the day to day stuff and pick up on things and all that. And you know, it was the kind of thing where like somebody walks by and like mutters something and you're like, well, sorry, did he say something? You know, I was like, Oh yeah. He, <laughs> uh, they were, they were saying very bad things about Gaijin, you know? And it's like, it's not that it's not like they're going to be like menacing street thugs. It's uh-huh. not going to be like a large, you know, brush script font across the screen that goes menacing man. And you have to fight him in the street. Like in yeah. fucking Yakuza or river city ransom or whatever. No. And I think that's like, there's a <laughs> tremendous weight that gets lifted <clears throat> off of you when you go there because the, like when you go to Europe, there's this weird pressure that like you might get pickpocketed mm-hmm. or you might get mugged. And the same thing happens yeah. in New York city to an extent. It's also like, I was going to say like in Europe, the same thing, there's so much tourism there and there's so much like the fact that everyone does kind of look like you and you never know who speaks your language or mm-hmm. whichever. Uh, there's that sort of like safety net in, in Japan. You, you kind of default to being like, Oh, how do I, uh, you know, like you, you start to try to actually like go through the, the ropes just because you are, you do feel so, so isolated and different. And, right. Uh, I feel like in Europe there's almost like I got, I got the, the biggest fucking eye roll in the world from a, a German, uh, convenience store clerk because he's like, yeah, we all speak English here. It's fine. And yeah. I was like, oh, fuck me. I feel like a fucking idiot for trying, even trying, you know? But yeah, it's like, it's the kind of place where, like, I think a lot of people are legit terrified to visit because it's so different. And to me, I think that's like, it's, I don't know. It's kind of what we've been saying, like, since the start of the show, right? Like, get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Like, go somewhere where, like, it, it, Things should challenge you. Things shouldn't consistently be yeah. beige and safe and soft and okay. I mean, Japan is a really strange place on the basis that it's, and I've, I've there is no place on earth I want to go back to more. And it's it's stupid because there's so many places I haven't been. Like yeah. I haven't been to the UK. Like I'm right. dying to go to to, to London and to Scotland. I fucking and loved London. I want to go to, did, I want yeah, to you Paris. Did, right? I want to go to Berlin. I, I so I haven't I haven't been there. And London, like, yeah, love London. If yeah. I had to work. Or live in any foreign city. And everyone's like, oh, it's because they speak English. They're all white. No, it's fucking awesome there. Yeah. yeah. It's it's Portland with a really cool accent. Oh, man. See, <laughs> I don't think there's ever been... that, like, weird, like, Fred Armisen lisp. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, I don't think anyone has ever, like, made a city sound more enticing than that sentence right there. Yeah. Like, that sounds... Because I, I hear from people being like, oh, it's all right, or, like, it's big, or it's boring, or the food's bad, or... I like, mean, the food is bad. Yeah. The food is fucking terrible. But do you feel like... Like, I, this is the thing, like, we... Like, I, went to, I went to some of the... And I, I'm doing air quotes. Best restaurants restaurants in london <laughs> while i was there and i was like this is yeah this it's tolerable but i am not i would not write a but, positive yelp review for this food but so i think that's like the on the plus side of like globalization is that it will only they have get, the best bars in the world and it'll only get better right mm-hmm. is what i'm saying it's like so like i um like i found a so i was staying in shibuya and um that's in sort of like the the center it's it's like weird because it's like the Times square of tokyo and i would never stay in the Times square of new york but when you're in a foreign country it's sort of like so i, I stayed a little off the beaten path of this central area of shibuya and i found this area called the bisu which you know, is pretty well known but um i my it was my first time kind of exploring it and it's this kind of like hip hipper younger like more West village style version of Japan. And it's people being like, Hey, we're going to nail New York, 
pizza. And we're going to nail like the Miami Cuban sandwich, which like I've had two Cuban sandwiches this year. One was in Miami with Max, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. And one was in, in Tokyo. I had hands down the best Cubano in Florida. Yeah. Ever had them? Yeah. And like a I, shitty, I would hope. A yeah. shitty roadside place. It's so it's such a special thing, right? Yeah. And you're kind of like, well, why the fuck like, would I take something that's so great here and try it here? They're probably going to fuck it up. And I was thinking, like, but when I go to New York, like, I have sushi. Mm-hmm. Right, so like maybe globalization's okay, and like maybe so, London. Okay, so there's there's also something you're leaving out here, which <clears throat> is otaku culture. Yes, and we we hear the word otaku when you think like, oh, he's a guy who's got like fucking Gundam wing models all over his his tabletop, and he he's got like a, a, a sweet Evangelion wall scroll. Like it's otaku is is really just that's the Japanese word for like for nerd, but more kind of just... Isn't there a really negative connotation to it in Japan, though? There is, but it really... It's kind of just somebody who does, does like, a deep dive on something. Right. And, like, mm-hmm. otaku culture is, like, that that level of attention and detail to, to, to dig into something. And you can have, like... I mean, in the same way that we're like, oh, like, are you a foodie? Oh, do you like to... Are you, like, kind of a... a, a are you, like, a gym rat? You mm-hmm. know, like, are, I don't know what the different terminology is, but the, the, that idea of, like, finding your... The thing that makes you and then just doubling down on it and making that kind of your whole lifestyle. Right. And with, with chefs, it's the word is yeah. obsessive. Right. And in, in Japan, they have that for all kinds of shit. Like, yeah. they have that for recreating World War II era bomber jackets. They have that for for trying to mimic the quality of 1950s American blue jeans. And then they have it for making the American blue jeans. Yeah. No, but then they also have it for making, you know, American pizza. Right. Yeah. And I had that epiphany. I bit into a slice of New York style pizza at this place called uh, pizza slice, you know, not, not the most <laughs> creative, but like there's a drawing in there of ice cube and uh, it's where you're supposed to dump your ice cubes because, like, in Japan, everything has a place, right? So even if you have a cup and like you want like, like ice cubes, not ice cube. No, you dump your ice cubes into this one little thing. Right. Um, and there's it, huge it, boxes in the corner, and there's a paddle on the wall, and there's graffiti everywhere. And, you know, the pizza was fantastic. And I bit into a slice, and I was like, I said the same exact thing, Max. I was like, Mamma mia. I go, of course. Like, a, a country that is meticulously obsessed with perfection in every little bit is going to nail something as idiosyncratic as this. Like, they're going to go, like, how do we get the bubbles in the crust? How do we get the perfect char underneath the bread? How do we get the cheese to curl up? So they nailed it. And they nailed it. And I was like, this is great. And, like, that's the first first people doing it there, right? Like, on that level. Now, my question is, is it popular for tourists or is it popular with the people who live there it's popular with the people who live okay. there yeah no it's, it's like it's, one of those it's things hipster it's, shit yeah it's okay hipster that, shit. that's what i'm asking it's yeah. the same so way this, that we're like this place is like genos or whatever but yeah they're gonna years from now people are gonna be like oh the first the I mean, ones who yeah. originated here yeah. were, it was pizza slice it's exactly the same concept <laughs> yeah. as us being like where's the best ramen in san francisco yeah. where's the best sushi you know and i, I think that just, like that weird like sort of meticulousness uh exudes itself in everywhere in the culture there like we were walking through this park that was near our hotel and i was like i looked down at the at the lawn and i just joked to my wife i was like i bet you that this isn't done with a lawnmower it's done with two old japanese men <laughs> who come by with like funny hats and a pair of scissors each and they take care of this lawn top to bottom and she was like oh that's funny and we kept walking turns and out you were both kind of right it's actually cutsman he's no. a robot <laughs> <laughs> no so exactly so we come back the next day and we walk through a different section of the park 
And I look over and there are two Japanese men in little hats and they're kneeling on the floor and they're snipping away at the lawn. Jesus. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Jesus. And like Christ. that level of shit. Were they snipping away at the edges or the middle of the lawn? Because they could no. I'm. Serious. Are you talking about the blade of grass, or because there's probably two different? No, because there's a way, no, 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 no. Because there is there is a method to do that yep. where you actually mow it with a mechanical mower to get it that small. Yeah. But you can't run it over the edges because you'll ruin the blade because it's so low. Yeah. So you have to actually take snippers and do yes. the yep. edges. So they were at the edges. Okay. So yeah. they, they they did use a real mower, but they were doing the edges. Th- yeah. They were but edging. they were about to high five in a team of fifty people that would work on the middle. Right. Oh, okay. Hopefully. <laughs> Who knows? But you get all these little cool moments like that and that's what like the sort of wonder of discovery of going to a foreign place of, of any kind and everyone in this room has been on vacation except for ryan who goes to vegas vacation hey, 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 he went to he went to uh, egypt via the luxor oh that's yeah. right <laughs> by that by that logic i've been all over the world i've been up the eiffel tower yeah, I've been to New York. Eighteen yeah. countries, eighteen mini golf holes. Nailed. <laughs> I've been on a pirate ship. Yeah. No, so it's a, it's like you get to do a lot of cool stuff like that. Where like every time you turn a corner, you're like, "What the fuck is here?" And you you know you pull up Yelp, hoping it'll like help you or put you in the right direction. Like some countries don't really use Yelp, right? right. Like some countries like Imperial palace, some things are like, I, like Scott, I brought you back in uh, Japan. I brought you back a, like a frosty, the tiger, a tone of the tiger, a Kubrick, Kubrick action figure. Kubrick's really big over there. Or at least was for a while. And it's just not here. So it's like weird. Right. And you it's hard. To, well, I think the, the thing is, I, and I again thank you for this this Tony the Tiger because you're like oh here's Tony the Tiger I was like holy shit this is the one I don't have mm-hmm. because they did put out all the Kellogg's mascots right. uh, far and wide as Kubricks and they were really hard to find in America they would you would only sell them in boutique toy stores and right. they're still difficult to find yeah. in those places. How come you so, didn't get me stadium events? Um, oh, because Jesus. it's like fourteen thousand dollars, which is a hundred. No, it's like forty million. It's like 10 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, isn't but the European Scott, version like twenty bucks? The place no. where I was really thinking of you, Scott, was yes. I went back to Tokyo Disney Sea. Ah, um, the place that I'm not allowed to get into for free. Yes. So, um, <laughs> luckily it was che- it was cheap. It was like sixty five bucks with the yen transversion is like forty eight or something. Oh like wow, that. that's we got, cheap. We got lucky. Um, so Tokyo Disney Sea. The weird thing about that park is that they like you mentioned they're like autonomous from the rest of the way the theme parks work yeah well at least i mean they are in the sense of as a as a employee of the company mm-hmm. like all the theme parks we have a thing called a, 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 a for all intents and purposes it's called a silver pass it gets right. you in all the parks for free except tokyo disney sea because it's it's run differently it's run by like a different management team mm. or something whatever it is yeah so it's like it's like a 35 minute try run from right to left yeah yes it's it's run it's the like le- a th- the ledgers are all different they'd have to put the decimals all in the yep. fucked up different places it's like a yeah. 35 minute train from central tokyo right and the cool thing like just to throw this in there if you're using the show as some sort of like wacky travel guide is that Trains are incredibly easy to understand. When you get there, if you're only going to stick around Tokyo, which you can totally make a seven, eight day vacation out of doing, uh, you get a thing called the Suica card. It's got a little p- picture of a penguin on it. Mm-hmm. You load cash on it on any machine. Most train rides are like a couple of bucks, and you- transfers are super easy. They're all color coded. Um, they have little numbers and names above each one in English and in Japanese, and they play a song no matter where you are. And also, the, there's yeah. information booths everywhere. Like They're super straight helpful. up. Play Persona 5. It has that in there. Like, it has that whole train line. Yeah. Like, Shibuya Station's in that, like, 
I was watching Jen play Persona 5, and she, she gets to, like, when you first get to Shibuya Station, she's like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? I'm supposed to get to the Ginza line. What the fuck am I doing? What is this fucking game about? And I was right. like, I had this exact same conversation with Mitch when we were there. And we looked behind a bunch of uh, small potted plants, and there was a smaller map of the whole subway line that was yeah, in English. And, it's, and apparently now it's all just in English everywhere, right? Yeah, it's kind of awesome. So they're doing the Olympics there in two years. So they're yeah. um, basically. So that Canada and Tetsuo can fight. Yeah, so in right. they're, they're adding street signs everywhere. So, like, Tokyo Disney Sea is a 30-something minute ride. And the cool thing is you transfer trains twice. And when you get to the next, the last one, all of a sudden you're on a Welcome di- to Tokyo Welcome Disney Sea. Welcome to Tokyo sea. Disney Sea. And you're on a Disney train, and it's got the Mickey Mouse, like, uh, windows and everything like that, uh, like the ear yeah. shapes. So you get there. And I talked about Tokyo Disney Sea on the last time I did the show. But one of the things I noticed this time, because now I'm going to Tokyo Disney Sea in a post-Marvel, post-Star Wars era. Mm-hmm. But going there, you wouldn't know any of that. And it feels like going to Disney in the 80s or the 90s. Like Epcot, but with yeah. way better rides yeah. where it doesn't really have any mascot characters. But Yep, it- yep. So you might see, like, Abu from Aladdin. Yeah. And you might see, like, Chip and Dale. But when you get to the gift shops, like, it's like... Star Wars never happened. It's like Marvel deals never happened. Like all of their big. You're going to use all of our mascots that we have within the park. Yep. Yeah. Like oh, here's here's Sinbad. Yeah. And, and I got I got super lucky. I went. Burn. I didn't. I I didn't like. I didn't like. I haven't been to a Disney park outside of Tokyo Disney Sea uh, in, ever. Oh no, you in, went to Florida. Yeah, I used to go to the Florida one, but I hadn't been since I was like. 16, I know. Right? I still need to take you guys to the. I know. We gotta work Anaheim that out. One. Um, go to D, if you guys are going to D twenty three. I'll sneak you in. But I didn't fuck with like Fast Pass or anything like that. But we got lucky. We went in. There's so there's a big thing in Japan called Golden Week, and it's yeah. and everyone in the country goes on vacation. It's a all, nightmare to go any to any of those places and honestly like i was supposed to go last year before my mom's whole situation and that was supposed to be that week so i kind of you know had the worst news of my life and lucked out on vacation you dodged a golden bullet yeah exactly so i came back this year after all that had died down and we got to the park around 8 30 in the morning 9 Mm a.m uh there's a couple of people waiting outside we got in we got on like seven out of ten of the best rides there uh before noon so yeah so we got no space mountain so it's like like a weird mix of rides right wait there's no space mountain there no, there's Space Mountain in Tokyo Disney. Yeah. Okay. So this is Tokyo parts. Disney Sea. Tokyo Disney Sea has like some trackless water ride, mm-hmm. which is the base. It's the only trackless water ride ride in all of Disney parks, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's super fucking weird because you get in these like it's like. Um, aqua go-karts basically yeah. that spin around and crash into each other and shoot water and stuff like that and you ride them through <clears throat> a not a track but like it's a, like a, a mario kart yeah, level, it's a, like a course yeah. yeah and you're in shoot. control of them yeah sort of yeah so it's super fucking weird and it's like everything like there's an entire section of the of the park that's like like 19 Jules, Jules Verne Bioshock sort yeah. of era and you go over here and there's like a, a a fake active volcano with like an underground level to it and behind that there's like a jungle area that there's has slacktivist like volcanoes and in the upper right there's <laughs> a like sort of like uh Aladdin themed area mm-hmm. it's the only area in the park that doesn't have booze 
Which is weird because it's very opposite of Disney. Like, you can get booze almost everywhere in this It park. is on brand for the Middle East, though. It is, which is really crazy. But the one thing you can get there, which is the thing everyone was like, you have to try this, is this thing called a Chandu tail. And Chandu is this oh, fucking the tiger. tiger tail. Yeah, the yeah. tiger tails, yeah. And it's, it's a, um, if you've ever had, like, a pork steam bun. It's one of those, but they food coloring dyed the bun and shaped it like a tail, and they filmed, filled it with cream chicken and corn. So it's a walk to even explain what this, the fuck this thing is. And they serve it to you in this bag that's got a picture of Shandu on it. And Shandu is next to the Sinbad ride, which is another ride that's like Disney Sea exclusive because right. that dude doesn't fucking exist anywhere. Dude, that fucking that Shandu looks like looks DreamWorks like a, lore. Right. He looks he like a voice like by Brad Pitt, like a Ralph's brand knockoff Tony the Tiger they'd have on one of those like bulk bag yep. marshmallow cereals at like some just in the in the bad corner. So apparently Tokyo Disney Sea's thing is that their big meals or snacks are based on st- varieties of steam buns, and there's three of them. There's one is the Shandu tail, which I just explained. It's purple and orange, and yeah. it looks like a little tiger's tail. And you eat it, and cream corn and, and shit comes out of your mouth. <laughs> So have fun with that. But that's out of your le- ass. It's legit delicious. I mean, probably other. They're things. not great. <laughs> um, and then you walk to the other corner, and they have this thing called a gyoza dog, which is a hot dog. Like he's the tenth member of Wu Tang. <laughs> God, he's fucking good. Um, he's one of their producers off Wu Forever. You go in the corner, and so they have gyoza dogs, and it's like a foot long hot dog tube shaped. Uh, gyoza steam bun with like gyoza meat inside but then the weirdest ones there are two donald duck themed foods in the park and one of them is a life raft okay <laughs> oh, what i think of when i think donald it's, duck it's a yeah. steam bun life raft with like pink floats on the top of it that is full of steamed shrimp and other seafood okay. a donald duck and his duck and his shrimp filled life raft donald hey, dunk is what they should call it that's hey, what absolutely what they should call it hey man he's a sailor yeah so they have that and they have this other one that's like a dessert which is fucking adorable as shit all those sailors that sail on life rafts. it's these two it's these two wafers that look like his feet and then they make his asshole out of ice cream perfect like and they pull it up (laughs) so it looks like he fell headfirst into a toilet perfect and he's like (laughs) it's fucking disgusting so those are all there and then you can get on that indiana jones ride where they scream at you in japanese and that's the other thing is that the one the mine car ride yeah uh, tokyo disney sea oh fuck so i had this awesome moment how is that Oh, it's, it's fucking great. It's, yeah. yeah it's, cause, well, the, the cool thing, and I talked about this last it's, time. It's, it's, that's your second time there. Yeah. So, yeah, the, Ryan, so, they, they have a fucking Temple of Doom ride. Nice. Where you were going through the Temple of Doom in a mine yeah. car. And the that's really awesome. interesting thing about all of that is they scream at you in Japanese the entire time, and you have no idea what's happening. Oh, shit. Did you get the, the remain seated, please? Yeah. So you get that afterwards, but there's no English during the rides. So they're just like, so if something went awry, you'd be like, I don't know if this is okay. So uh, we went on the Tower of Terror ride, which now has the longest lines in like Disney history in the other, in the other parks. Seven hours. Because it's like Guardians of the Galaxy base. Seven hours to get on the Guardians ride. Which is a full day at Disney. So we're waiting on the Tower of Terror ride, and we look over and we see just this fucking large, tiny group of Japanese people taking pictures. And we're like, what are they taking pictures of? And we look up, and there were like three 
what looks to be in Japan nine foot tall men. Okay, and we're like, who are these? They, they, it looked like when the fucking giant dudes show up on Game of Thrones. Yeah, and they're in that battle. So uh, they're all wearing baseball jerseys. So I text my brother who works for MLB.com, and I'm like, hey, um, so there's this large guy with a beard here, and he's got long hair, and he's got baseball jerseys, and they're trying to cut to the front of the line. I think they're important. Who are they? Steve Aoki. And he was like, that's Logan Andrasek. Logan Andrasek is oh, this guy. Favorite X-Man. Yeah. He, uh, I, I, he worked for the, the Orioles and the Cincinnati Reds and then worked for uh, the Nippon professional baseball team in Tokyo. Okay. Oh, shit. Called okay. the Yakult Swallows. So him and two just ginormously large. Porn. And so Japanese people are just, you know, statistically tiny yeah. and adorable and organized. And then you have these, <laughs> like, large fucking Neanderthal-looking dudes come in with full beards and everything they're like we want to get it to the front of the tower of terror yeah and i'm not talking shit on baseball players because they'll kill me but uh these guys were fucking hilarious so everyone is taking pictures of them like they're mutants in the uh-huh. wild right and they're like and like what the fuck is that guy and they're like can we get on the ride and you can hear these tiny japanese women in the phone like oh, i'm sorry if you get on this ride it'll chop you off your head <laughs> like it's not <laughs> body will literally decapitate <laughs> how uh, six like how tall were they i mean so they were like so logan andrasuk uh, did i say his name right is literally the tallest guy in major league baseball oh shit and which, he went to japan what a yeah, fucking he's, idiot he's six eight okay okay uh, that's not too bad. well for japan it's that's it's nine to four basically yeah. right <laughs> so like that's the thing i'm like are these guys basketball players because they don't look like basketball players uh so i'm trying to do the math on everything and everyone because like japan everyone has awesome phones and they're all it's like very heavy on photo culture and mm-hmm. stuff like that so they're all trying to take pictures of this guy and they're just like who the fuck are these people and like my wife and i are like there's no way they get on the ride there's no way in hell and they're fighting and they're yelling and they they get in this argument and they tell them to leave and they go out this tiny fucking door on the side of like the tower of terror ride that they have there which again it's not themed guardians of the galaxy it's got its own story and narrative about this like weird witch doctor that goes to japan it goes to a foreign country and steals an ankh that curses an elevator in a hotel it's fucking nuts so we get on this ride it's fucking awesome it's terrifying they bring you up over tokyo and drop you multiple times Mm -hmm. at the end they bring you through the lobby where they show you the pictures and uh we're trying to find ourselves in the photos we're like pointing and looking around and uh i'm like where are we and i look behind me and these fucking three nine foot tall men are standing right behind me and the guy's like there we are and he points to the screen and in the back row of our shot with all of our pictures just are these torsos massive men <laughs> and like their heads are practically cut off and they're just sitting in the back i'm like oh shit they got on the ride after all of that all right so it's fucking magical i like that you and i have both ridden the tower of terror rides with celebrities that we didn't know we were riding with. isn't that amazing <laughs> that's so cool yeah the yeah. I, the tower of terror photo revo- reveals all apparently yeah <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like, oh I shit. Think a, I think a good goof would be to like take one of those photos and like crop out all of the the branding, and then paste that in your yearbook, and then yep. just be like, you know, if you're on a first date, be like, yeah, I actually went to high school with a celebrity name here, yeah. and you're like, yeah, I really prove it. And you like open up your yearbook, and it's just like this thing scotch taped in there. You're like, yeah, see, here we are, and our, it's our it's our class photo. It's it's like we're all hanging out together. It's fucking this, weird this to be. Ride. It's weird to be in a in a foreign country where. You know, like so. Here's what I was uh, what I was thinking when I was there. I was like, if if you moved me here, and I spent two years here, and I just walked around and lived day to day, I would know no more about 
the signage and language or anything than I do today. Right. It's one of the few places in the world where, like, I think, like, if you moved to France, you'd be able to pick it up because it's still, like, the alphabet. Yeah. But Japan, like, you get on, you go to places and you see signs and you're like, that means as much to me today as it would in two years. It's sort of like being, like, I don't know, who's, like, that professional boxer that can't read? (laughs) Oh, like Floyd Mayweather? Uh, yeah, Floyd Mayweather, right? Let's just call him Floyd Mayweather. I don't know I'm, if that's canonically shot correct. In the dark. I, sure. Sure. Yeah, that's, a, that's the name of his HBO doc. Donald Trump. <laughs> um, sure. A guy who can't read. Donald Trump, right? You can't box those small hands. <laughs> like, you read, I remember, like, being growing up in the 80s and 90s and hearing stories of, like, adult men who couldn't read and how they faked it. Like, that would be you if you lived in Japan for a long time. And you could be there for two years, five years, ten years. And unless you actively tried to learn the mm-hmm. written language, it would just be, like, walking around nonsense. But do you think it would be – do you think after a while it would just be pattern recognition for you? Kind of, but you have this like thing, Like, if you right? learned what things said and you saw them, you're like, okay, that's – I think that's their version of yeah. so, so here's the thing. Is there's, yeah. there's a bunch of different, like, types of – Japanese text. Right. Like there's there's kanji, which is the the hard one. Which is why? What the fuck is that cop car doing? I know, he's obviously not arresting anyone. All right, he's just Anyway, that's the sound of the police. Whoop whoop. That's the sound of one cop. Yeah. So so kanji's like super technical. It's it's you know closely tied in some. You know, primordial levels with like with classical Chinese, and it's like very like intricate, and that's for like very special words. Uh-huh. And then there's also uh, there's katakana and hiragana, Ooh, which anime. are much more like they're they're more kind of like modular, and it's right. it's more like uh, I would say closer to Korean, which I'm sure is problematic in some sense. But it's it's right. like the kind of stuff you can you can read you can learn to read it more easily, and that's for that's frequently used in signs for like. Just very basic shit, like I think, like exit, and uh, things like that. Yeah, yeah. So, like as a casual observer, like you don't pick up on any of that, right? Like you just yeah, see but shapes. If, I mean, you were there for how long? I mean, I've been in Japan for what nineteen days total okay. in my life, and you could probably just hold your your phone up to the sign with Google Translate, and it'll just be like. Boop, boop, so that's one thing. Unless, like, there's, unless there's serifs, in which case it's totally fucked. Right. Uh, so like, or if it's like comic sans only. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm I'm sort of I'm in vaguely interested in advertising, right? And Scott, you're you're the same way. Like you have you have like vaguely. Vin- I love it. Yeah, you have vintage ads in your apartment. Like you're into it, right? Yeah. I would walk by ads where it'd be like a picture of a guy's face kind of looking three-fourths quarter-wise off to the side and then text underneath and I'd look to my wife and I'd be like what do you think that ad's for? Mm-hmm. Like is it a movie? A play? Depression? Cologne? <laughs> Food? Restaurants? Travel? Yeah like it could be smoking? Anti-smoking? Like I don't fucking know. A toothpaste. And I kept doing this thing where I'd be like I don't know what that says and she would be like yeah, I don't know either and I was like no who would who could tell no one would know and then I'd look around and be like literally 98% of the population has every idea of what that ad yeah. says and I walk by it and I'm like sad man trying to quit smoking but like, they're they're also like super down with like iconography mm-hmm. and just and like fun sort of like you know pictograms like I, one of my favorites is is when there's this this, this photo of uh, and I, they have this up at like train stations where there's if you drop your if you drop your shit in the tracks, like don't fucking don't don't fucking mess with it. Just like, leave it there. Well, that's and the best. Then, thing. Then there's this graphic of this of this man who comes by, this adult man with a large hat and a long pole with a hook at the end of it, who like fucking bionic commandos his way down there and just grabs your shit. And there's like 
there's these like lovely like Mati- or, what is it uh madeline looking girls waiting on the side and they're all like they're all like the people you see on bathroom signs they're, like th- those level of like weird like like playmobile infographic right. people no it's fucking but everything like, is fucking adorable yeah which i love like if, like the when where's the where there's the the chance that the, the train doors will close on you there's like a lion with like a a, a little cast on his arm and he's like don't fucking close the door don't, yeah. don't. There's like there's, there's this no, like, that's, there's like billboards in like, the train yeah. stations of like a, a lady falling into the tracks, which in America would be like if you fall here you'll die. There'd be like a drawing. Oh, no, in explosion. America there wouldn't be anything. Yeah, there'd be nothing. It'd just like, be like oh, you're dead. You're on your own. You're on the news. But in Japan, there's like there's this lady and she's like she's like sweetmasen and she's like floating into the abyss and like a train's coming and the train has funny eyes and a tongue and there's like an old man like saving her with a cane. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna and give you like, a kiss. It's like oh, even fucking suicide is adorable here right. like it's just fucking cute that's an entirely different story in well, japan that's but, for sure yeah but no i but so no, like the, the 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 japanese approach to like cartoon animals and stuff and, yeah, yeah i can like you mentioned like the the cartoon Every town has a mascot on, on, on sweet yeah. cards uh the the sweet the sweet penguin is everywhere. Yeah, like on on trains on bullet trains, and they uh, merchandise him too. Like yeah. we we found a gift shop for the sweet penguin, and it was just a penguin themed shop. And they're like, oh, here's penguin soap. Like you can wake up excited to use your like. Well, like I, we have a like a muni. Like, I know it'd be like getting, getting Civic Center Station themed soap. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just smells like old urine. Like yeah. you know in in um in in New York you get a Metro card. Hey, who could forget Uncle Diary? Syringe. It, Uncle Diarrhea Syringe will take you. He'll take you from the fucking <laughs> Civic Center all the way to Embarcadero, and then he's gonna have to take a sweet nap because, oh boy, these fucking legs are tired. In San but Francisco, is, we have a Clipper card, and it's like, what would that be like? A Happy Scissors? It's like <laughs> I'm cutting your wallet. Now. I fucking hate the Clipper. It's the, just the like, fuck ass bullshit boat. You know, I re- I don't. I I know this is. I'm, I'm bragging, but I realized the other day I have not set foot on a Muni mm. in two years. That's not bragging. That just means you're, oh, your, that commute, sucks, your commute doesn't dude, that, that explains everything. There are all these girls on there who have these shirts that say, like, Free kisses. I want to fuck yeah. and suck all over Scott Bromley's. Oh, fuck. I've been missing out. Asses and balls. Shit. Um, and it, they, they're like really, they're like old style 70s shirts with this uh, iron on like where, fuzzy, where they got the, the fuzzy velvet letters. Yeah, they, they, it's just crazy. It's out of control. Oh, my God. I need to get back on a Muni. Yeah. So get back on Muni. The women on there are all so horny for you. And honestly, they Shit. also they have these weird, like, little micro, like, kind of temporary tattoos that are like. Oh, my God. I footnote, hate those. Footnote. Your wife's totally down with this, and then it's got this like weird like lenticular photograph like badge thing they carry of uh-huh. Stacy just being like, "Yeah, it's fine, go for it, Scott." Oh so you God. should get back on uh, local public transportation. Oh my God. <laughs> How much is it now? Uh, one hundred and seventeen dollars per trip. I got yeah. that. I've been saving that with those commutes. <laughs> Beautiful. Good Keep talk. Going. Yeah. Well, anyway, I was going to tell you guys about the animal cafes, but Ryan's giving me the wrap up sign. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. Do it, 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 do it,
Weird Al Yankovic. Um, and it was super fucking sad because we went to Asakusa, which is just like this 1980s version of Japan, and it's just completely run down. And it's hilarious. And all, all the owls were stinky, and there was just, just like <laughs> talons everywhere. This time I went to an entirely different place. You went to Akasaka. Yeah. So uh, I, I was in, um, in, in Deep Shibuya, which is like the corner pocket of We've Shibuya. all been in Deep oh. Shibuya. Yeah, we have. It's like the dark web. Yes. And right. uh, we found out our dinner reservations were at nine and it was like eight fifteen, and we're like we got to kill a half an hour let's walk around and like check out the neighborhood well we don't know how to tell time what that's a half hour from eight fifteen. you're nine. on vacation yes. time doesn't exist tell, tell me more about dinner reservations yeah Brian. when you travel you can do that when does the olive garden let you in well, oh, when, when he's Come there, on, he's family. That. I will absolutely not. No, all of Garden's garbage. Um, anyway. Benny Hanna's for me. Yeah. So no. So we walk by this owl cafe, which like is like incredibly like woodland themed. Instead, okay. oh, instead say. of being like a really sad bar, they're like, "Come on in." There's two doors to get in. So we open the first door, and it's like incredibly quiet. There's no music playing. We walk into this little cafe, uh, and everything is made of wood and there's tiny fucking owls all on the walls and ceilings like like a dozen of them and then there's like this three foot one at the door like a fucking guard dog and he's just like his head spinning around and he's looking and he around. goes id and he, and he starts like <laughs> he starts biting at the feet of the lady that, that works there and i'm like well that sucks like you should at least bite our feet we have yeah. new feet don't keep attacking the lady that works here and she was like, here's the prices. It's like $14 for 30 minutes, and there's free wine. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So she's that's, like, that's such a Japanese-ass thing. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, spending time with the animals, that's going to cost you, but alcohol is free. Yeah. Because. <laughs> so she's like, we're closing soon. Um, and she says this. I'm, you know, paraphrasing. It's probably like closing soon. We are. Was she speaking English? It's, everyone speaks Yoda to me. Apparently, yeah. She's speaking something, right? right? Yeah. It's somewhere in the middle, and we're meeting her halfway. We're hoping not. So she starts just feeding us wine, and I'm sitting there, and it's like we're the only people in this bar, and it's us and fourteen owls. And it's incredibly quiet. And she's just off in the side. There's a cook in the back. I don't know what he's cooking. He's cooking owls or whatnot. So it's just us in 14 hours. And we're just like drinking wine. And uh, the the dog-shaped owl jumps on our table. And he's just like... <laughs> and he's just moving his feet around. And like we're totally freaked out. We're like a little bit jet-lagged. We just flew in that afternoon. And we're just like looking around. And then there's like... There's one in the corner. There's two up in the upper corner that are apparently married. There are, like, three that they, like, they have their names up, but they can't tell the sexes of. Like, they can't tell if he's a dick or not because, like, if you get too close, he'll kill you. I don't know. And so they just keep feeding us wine, and there's fucking giant dog-shaped bird beasts just walking around. And you just, you you can only pet them like bat with the back of your hand like right. that and their heads spin around. And then every now and then like they'll jump on your arm or like move to the left or move to the right. <laughs> I know you hate those, rich, those wretched sky beasts. <laughs> Scott's afraid of birds. <laughs> and at the end they bring us this this tray and they're like, "Oh, that I not get your ship out." They're like, "Um and it's like this is where like the English thing breaks down in right. Japan, where they're like, um, okay, so there's two signs in the tray, and one of them it says like, please take, but don't, but not for yes, but have. <laughs> <laughs> and on the right, it's like a souvenir for free for not for bringing. <laughs> it's like what the, uh, fuck? the old man from the Legend of Zelda. And we're like we're like drunk. There's owls yeah. on us, and I was like, what do they want us to do? <laughs> like, do we yeah. take the thing with? So we found out like there's feathers. 
that are attached to pictures of the owls that left those feathers behind. And you can take the feathers, which is a part of their body, and not the pictures of the owl, which is not a real thing. Wow. So, so we take the feathers, and we just walk out like holding owl feathers, and we're drunk. And we're like, oh, thank you. Swim us in. And then they're like, oh, <laughs> and they think they're just like this tiny bird like i love that you you made your wife do hard mode of japan on like hour one fucking first night it was her (laughs) idea um and the second animal cafe we went to was a hedgehog cafe how did she how did she like she was she she, fucking loved it yeah she was was just like this is great i I fucking it was her again it was her idea you met sonic yeah so we went to a hedgehog cafe in harajuku which is on the third floor of this weird little like area in harajuku and the cool thing about japan is how vertical it is like as much as you think you're gonna see street level you walk upstairs and you're like oh fuck like we're in a fish tank bar Mm -hmm. like that's fucking weird so we went to this hedgehog cafe which is entirely more decked out with people entirely more adorable you walk in the door there's pictures of hedgehogs everywhere wearing like top hats and funny bonnets and shit like that red shoes yeah the red shoes you think uh, people probably go in there and they're like hey is uh is sunset working tonight and they're like no sunset's actually very tired yeah she's Uh, she'll be on on sunday so here's the funny thing about hedgehogs is that they do have shifts like strippers do where they have 15 minutes on and 45 minutes of sleep well don't i feel like the town fool right now well 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 (laughs) so you pay money into a little machine you have all you can drink green tea iced coffee and everything else from an unlimited vending machine in the corner and it's fucking weird because they this is like a machine that gives you iced coffee with cubes that drop out and you come over and you can either wear gloves or not depending on how cool you are with having massive thorns stuck into your fingers and you pick up this you sit in front of this tank two per tank and you have this fucking baby hedgehog in your hands and you lift him in your arms and he's adorable and he's sleeping and he looks you right in the eyes and he shits right in your palms. Oh, perfect. And That's you put him back down. So what's the viscosity of the feces? Uh, it's it's <laughs> direct is the word. Like direct. It's like a little like a little tic-tac or is it like a... Uh, it's like six tic-tacs and a snake that just loop onto your arm. Do the right. hedgehogs have thick shits like we do? <laughs> Where's tails? <laughs> Where's knuckles, the echidna? Where's my friend Dr. Ribbitink and his good boys that's stuck inside of the tank? What God. happens when Big the Cat enters the room? Exactly. You got a bunch of employees there being like, yeah, we never heard that one before. Yep, yep, yeah. Oh, I'm sure they Can I pay with rings? So they let, they let you take all these pictures, and it's really funny because like, we, we took a bunch of pictures. We had a bunch of iced coffee and green tea and shit like that, and it was great. And we're getting up to leave, and we're we're, we're like, all right, I've had enough of that animal. <laughs> and you're walking out. And the lady, There's a bear cafe. The lady taps you on the shoulder. And she's like, oh, like, oh what, what, what did we do wrong? And she's like, no, you didn't kill anything. It's okay. Um, please hold. And you turn around, and there's like this little tree in the center of the room. And it's surrounded by this tiny little garden. And she reaches into the garden, and she pulls up this what feels to be a 150-pound hedgehog. Like this fucking wretched, shit-turd, fucking <laughs> fetid monster of oh, a hedgehog. Oh, shit. Mechasonic. And, he, and he look, he's got that face like that hedgehog thing in Toy Story 3. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And where his, oh, like, hello. his eyebrows are just like his face. I'm an it's actor. like It's eyebrows, <sighs> nose, scally mouth. Yeah. Gotta, gotta uh, go fast. <laughs> <laughs> they tell me how to go fast, but I can't do it anymore. <laughs> then I have to tell you about the time I Tails. made out with yeah. a human woman. Tails. And they hand you this, we like... We gotta get the chili dogs. It's... it's <laughs> 
<laughs> it's it's like being like, oh, you're on the Star Wars ride, but before you leave, you have to hold a baby hut. Like they hand you this fucking job of the hedgehog, and he's spiky and sweaty, and he stinks, and he's fucking great. He's so cool, and you hold him in your hands, and you hold him up, and you look eye to eye with him, and you're like I'm not a parent, so I don't know with that joy, but I have that for that second, and I'm just like, oh, here's my spiky shit baby, and he just looks at my face, he's like, ah, ah. and then just shit turds, tic tacs fall out of his asshole, and then you put him, you hand him to the tiny little child. She's like, oh, so busy, so busy. and she puts him back in the little his little cage, and then you're like, okay, and you put the stuff on your hands, you clean your hands, you get in the elevator, and you're like, I'm never doing that again, and then you leave. And a couple days later, you go to the airport, and you're like, I, I've never seen anything like that in my life. And they're like, oh. excuse me, sir, could you step aside? Um, we uh, we picked up something on your on your scan. <laughs> it, did you uh, did you handle any uh, bombs on your way in here? Like, yeah, you might dog. have to wipe your hands down. Yeah, dog, I did. They, they might they might uh, they might smell like hedgehog poopies. I handled the biggest bomb, and that's the last seven Sonic games. <laughs> so anyway, go to Japan. If you can, save up for it, visit, travel, go afar. It's cool. It's very different. It's very interesting, but you can make it, and you can make it work. Find a cool hotel uh, and travel. Visit the world. Leave leave where you are and see something new. Leave where you are and see something new. I'm a a strong believer in letting a new animal shit in your palms. Yeah. That's yeah. how you know you're alive. And if you want to eat those animals instead of like letting them like be held by you, there's probably Viet- other places. Go to Vietnam, and because they'll cook them up for you real good. But 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 really, and you can get nice suits made. Who knows? Well, out of the animals. Well, I'm glad you had a good vacation. Thanks, Ryan. Maybe I'll try that sometime. Yeah. Yeah. I I would love to see you at the, the dis- disappear. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I, I know it'd be great to see you take a vacation. You need one. It's been a while. It's been a while. Okay. Well, it's it got very like sad in here. We're all we're all taking a vacation from this podcast for a week. Of oh, Ryan's because because E3. Right. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna stay tuned to the comedy button for all your hot video game news. Oh, okay. We're gonna have all the good exclusives. All right. We're cool. gonna tell well, you all thanks, about. <laughs> We're going to tell you all about Nintendo and the Sony all right. and the Microsoft. We did it. Check, can I do the outro? Yeah. I already okay. did it, man. No. Well, that was the comedy button. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Brian. That's Max. That's Scott. And that's Ryan. We do the show every single week, and you can catch more of it at patreon.com slash the comedy button for just a dollar or more. Mm. Nope. But. Patreon.com slash comedy button. Patreon.com slash comedy button for just a dollar or more every single month. I wish they did that in commercials. Uh, You can get more episodes of the show. You can catch more of us every single week on IGN, on StarWars.com, and on the Geekbox.net. Geekbox.net. Yeah, we did it. (laughs) Wow. Thanks for listening, and we had a great night. (laughs) The most awful word in the world. Our arch nemesis. Oh, my God, Ryan. The Comedy Button is executive produced by Andrew Rowland, Luis Concato, Paul Grabovac, Laura K. Buzz, Matt Shotroff, Paula Schultz, and Curtis Ruska. If you'd like to hear your name here, become an executive producer on patreon.com slash comedy button.